You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 147. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Well, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and today's mini training is all about the questions we ask ourselves when it comes to our business success or lack thereof. Now, this entire episode is modeled after one of my very favorite quotes from, surprise, surprise, Tony Robbins. And here's the quote. You got to listen up here. The quote is, successful people ask better questions, and as a result, they get better answers. Now, I don't know about you, but I have to really check myself when it comes to negative self-talk, and sometimes that negative self-talk is secretly disguised as these questions I ask myself, but it turns out the questions are actually soul-sucking, and sometimes you don't even know it. Now, I have to admit, in my early days of growing my business, these questions and this negative self-talk was even louder, especially when I took that leap and went out on my own. So I'm guessing that some of you can totally relate to what we're going to dive into today. Now, to help me tackle this ultra-important topic, I've asked my own mentor and former business coach, Marie Forleo, to help me make this into something extremely tangible, something really actionable. And let me tell you, she delivered tenfold. So you are in for an entrepreneurial mindset makeover. That's what I think today is all about. Now, hear me out here. I believe that being a successful entrepreneur is mostly about managing your mindset. And that's why I feel like today's episode is such a must listen to episode. Now, here's my philosophy, and this is what I know to be true in my world. I know many ultra successful online entrepreneurs who are not necessarily the smartest in their market or in their niche. They don't have the best content. They're not even amazing teachers of the content that they have created, but they are incredibly popular, respected by the masses, and incredibly profitable. So they're not the best of the best, but they have amazing success and they really do make an impact in their audience's lives. Now, how is this to be true? Because, and I paid close attention to this, these people have mastered the mindset of an entrepreneur. And although it might seem crazy, often how you think is sometimes even more important than all those other strategies that you're hustling to do in your business. Because when you have the right mindset, anything's possible. You become incredibly resourceful, incredibly connected because you're likable and people want to be around you and things start to happen. I've seen it over and over again. So here's how today's episode's going to break down. I spent some time going through all of my Facebook groups. So many of you were in those groups and I went through tons of emails that I've gotten over the last year or so. And I came up with five questions that I felt were low value questions that we often ask ourselves. I mean, I definitely have asked these questions 
And I call them low value questions because really they equate to negative self-talk and you might not even know it. And I often say that these questions are soul sucking and they make us feel that we're not cut out for this entrepreneurial life. So there's nothing good about these five questions that we often ask ourselves as we're growing our business. And then I put these five questions in front of Marie and I asked her to make them over. I said, turn them into what literally will lead us down the road to bigger results and successes in our business. So give me better questions to ask. That's kind of the challenge I put in front of her. And at this point, you might be asking yourself, does a question really determine my success? And in many cases, it does. So wait till we dive in. And I think it will paint a really clear picture of how we need to change some of this self-talk. Now, before we dive into the details with Marie, I want to share three announcements with you, and I'll make this quick. Number one, today's training with Marie is for everyone or anyone that is working their buns off to build a business online. So there's something for all of my listeners today, and that includes you. Now, in addition to this mindset makeover that you're about to hear, I wanted to tell you that just today, Marie released a free video training. And if you missed this free video training last year, I highly recommend that you don't miss out on it this year. Here's why. I definitely think that Marie's free video training that she just released answers a question I get asked all the time. Since we're talking about questions today, this is a perfect alignment. The question I get asked all the time is how do I know I'm working on the right strategies and focusing on the right things in my business. Her video series answers this question in detail. I think it's important to know what's working right now, what's worth your time and focus, and how to get things moving in the right direction. So Marie's three-part free video series is literally going to give you specifics about online marketing, and I highly encourage you check it out. So it's only available for a short time. No hype there. Really, it's coming down soon. So all you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie, amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie. Now, if you're listening to this and it's already been taken down, don't worry. It will come around next year. But for those of you who are listening now, don't miss it because I promise you it's worth every minute of your time. Now, the second thing I wanted to let you know is that I fully acknowledge that over the next few weeks, as Marie talks about her free video series and then begins to talk about her acclaimed, very popular online training program, B-School, that you're going to be hearing a lot about it. So there's a lot of people that start to talk about B-School. They've been through it. They love it. And I just want to let you know, I acknowledge that there's going to be a lot of chatter around it, but here's the deal as it relates to me and why I talk about it. Marie was my very first mentor. She was the one that actually helped me take the leap from leaving Tony Robbins, leaving corporate and going out on my own. She was also there when I needed encouragement to take the leap and end my one-on-one consulting clients and move into this online training model that I have amazing success with today. So I have a lot of admiration for the guidance and the trainings that Marie gave me to make these two huge leaps in my business. So I am directly connected to her in that way. Now, as I mentioned, 
Today's the first day that she's releasing these free video series, and you're going to hear a lot about B-School. And it's quite a thing. If you've never experienced it before, get ready. And what I want to say to you is if you watch the video series, if maybe you check out B-School when Marie opens her program in a few weeks and it's not for you, great. Just ignore the chatter. Just don't pay attention anymore. And if you're curious, then come on this journey with us. So just wanted to put that out there. Now, the final thing that I wanted to tell you before I bring on Marie is that because I'm going to share a bunch of personal business building stories related to how I've used B-School to create the business I have today, I want to share those stories with people that genuinely want to hear about them and people that are genuinely curious about B-School. I'd hate to be talking about B-School all over the web to many of you who might not have any interest at all. So I'm very aware of that. So I asked myself, what's the best way for me to attract the right audience for those curious about B-School and also feel really comfortable sharing freely about my stories and insights and feedback? Because you know it feels good when you're sharing to people that genuinely want to hear it, right? So what I decided to do is to open up a pop-up Facebook group. I talked about this last week, so you might have heard me mention it if you caught last week's episode. But for those of you who don't know what a pop-up group is, it's basically a temporary Facebook group that is laser focused in on one topic, and it's usually live for a certain period of time. So in this case, I'm going to laser focus on my experience and my knowledge of B-School, and I'm going to share a lot of trainings and a lot of insights that I think whether you buy B-School or not, you will find really valuable if you're curious about this whole program and these free videos she's putting out. If you're curious about the content, I think you're going to love my pop-up group. So it's called B-School Breakthroughs, 30 Days of Diving into the Details with Amy Porterfield. That's the official name. So if you want to join me there, all you need to do is request an invite. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash pop-up, and it will take you to the Facebook group. Just request to join And pretty soon within that day, my team will get you into the group. Now, it's only for those that are curious about B-School. They want to hear my stories. They want to see how I've applied the strategies before they ever venture into thinking about joining B-School. That's what it's all about. Here's the cool thing. And then I'm going to get right to Marie. The cool thing is I'm doing tons of live video. Now that I feel more comfortable on live video, I'm a little bit addicted. So you'll see me on live video a few times a week in this special pop-up group. I'll be sharing, like I said, feedback and insight and details related to my own story and B-School. And also, I'm a partner, obviously, an affiliate partner. So I'll share the bonus package I put together. It's always extra special every year. It's brand new this year. And I've invited some of the alumni of B-School who went through my bonus experience tied to this whole B-School program because I want them to share what their journey looked like, how they use B-School, what successes they've had. And because this is going to be a smaller group, I feel like a lot of people will be seen and heard and you'll get that value you're looking for. So again, amyporterfield.com forward slash pop up. If you want to join the group, it's only for 30 days and then it totally goes away. And I hope to see you there because if I'm going to do live video, I want to do it for people that genuinely want to hear about this topic. Okay. So are you ready to dive in? Let's bring on Marie. When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. 
That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm gonna keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today, tailoring it to suit your business-specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. Marie Forleo, thanks so much for coming back on the show. Amy Porterfield, thank you for having me. I am so excited about today. I've been looking forward to it all weekend because this topic is so, so freaking good. So I can't wait to dive into it. But before we even get into it, I want you to talk about the why. So why do you think Tony's insight about asking better questions is crucial to radically improving your business? This is important to talk about because I'll tell you, questions really are everything. And the first reason it's so important is because our brains are really like computers. So if you give your brain a question, right? Any question, yeah. it has got to come up with an answer because our brains just hate open loops. And if you just really pay attention to how you think, you'll know this to be true. Whether you're sitting there watching the news and they give you some great hook about learn X, Y, and Z, you know, do you have the right things in your kitchen or not? And your brain starts going like, oh, I didn't want to watch, but now I have to watch because there's an open loop and I want to close that loop. Yep. And just like a computer, right? Our brains are like this. If you put garbage in, meaning low value, crappy questions, disempowering questions, you're going to get garbage out, meaning low value, crappy answers and disempowering answers. But the second reason that questions are so vital because questions really are the root of our entire lives. The questions that we ask ourselves on a moment to moment basis really determine what we focus on. And what we focus on determines how we feel. And very often, how we feel determines what we do. And I have an example of this. Just yesterday, I was trying to catch a flight, trying to get back to Los Angeles from the East Coast. And I usually don't have connecting flights because I don't like them because they can create a lot of havoc and stress and chaos. But I had to because it was the only flight available. And of course, my connecting flight, the first leg of it, it was going to be late. There was a mechanical problem. Uh. So I knew it was going to create this cascading effect of me probably not getting home and taking, you know, 12 hours, which it should have been like a six hour trip. And so I called up the airline and I said, Hey, what's happening? You know, can you help me out? Do I need to change my connecting flight? Cause it looks like we're not going to make it. And so the advisor said, yeah, you know what? Let's book you on this next flight. There's only one seat left. And so she helped me do this whole thing. And I was disappointed because again, it was going to extend the trip. But when a flight is delayed and there's mechanical error, you just don't know what you don't know. So I get on, finally, the first leg of the plane comes, we get on it and we're heading over to the second destination. And I realize we're making up time. And I'm like, darn it. I bet you I could have caught that first flight. <laughs> that would save me five or six hours. 
So the way that I've wired myself, Amy, is I've trained myself in this. This is how I operate in every area of my life. And I started asking, well, how can I get back on that original flight? What can I possibly do? And you have to get, I'm 30,000 feet up in the air. You yep. can't call customer service from 30,000 feet up in the air. <laughs> so what I started doing, I said, okay, I'm online. Let me start texting everybody I know, see who's around, see who can pick up the phone for me to call customer service on my behalf and get my butt back on the first plane. Nice home sooner. And so the question I was asking was, how can I get home as fast as possible? What do I need to do right now, despite these circumstances to get home? And my brain started coming up with the answers. That's how I figured out, well, if I can just get in touch with someone and the gentleman next to me, he was freaking out. All he was doing was looking at his phone going, I can't do anything. And he's kind of, you know, getting a little angry with the stewardesses. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> flight attendants trying to say, can you help me? You got to call ahead. And I was like, listen, dude, can you just get in touch with somebody on the outside? Cause they can call for you. So I know that's a simple example, but the more you train yourself to start asking better, more empowering, smarter questions, it has an impact on every area of your life. So if you start with disempowering questions about your business, you are going to take disempowering actions and develop disempowering habits. And the last thing I want to say about this, Amy, this isn't just something that you notice once. Like I'm so happy that folks are listening today and perhaps they're saying to themselves, yeah, you know, that's right. Or, you know, that kind of makes sense. You can't just expect change to happen from listening to this podcast once. It does not work that way. You've got to get into the habit of asking yourself better, smarter questions about your business on a consistent basis. If you make what Amy and I are going to talk about today, if you make it a ritual, I guarantee you before you know it, you will have a completely different business and a completely different life. So very true. And what I was thinking about when you were talking about being on the plane and what you did is that I feel that when you start asking yourself better questions and you get better answers, you become a whole lot more resourceful. And yeah. that's another thing I learned from Tony. And we, I know we have that connection, but being resourceful in your business puts you way ahead of the competition because most people surprisingly are not. So I feel like this leads right into being more resourceful. So we are going to jump into these questions. Marie and I did research in advance. It was really fun going back and forth and talking about what we know a lot of our students and a lot of our community are struggling with. And we put those into these disempowering and empowering questions. So we're kind of going to do a facelift or a makeover on some of the questions that you typically are asking yourself. And we've been right there with you. So we get it. So the first low value question is what if no one buys what I'm selling? Ugh, I've been there, especially in the early years. Like what if no one buys what I'm selling? So when I put that in front of Marie, she came back to me with what I call Marie's high value question. So give it to us. Okay. So rather than asking, what if no one buys what I'm selling? Here's what you have to change that question to. What can I offer that will truly serve the market I am focused on serving? I'm going to say that one more time in case you want to write it down. What can I offer that will truly serve the market I'm focused on serving? So here's the big mistake that many of us make, Amy. And again, I've made this many times in my life, so I am not Moses coming down from the mountain here. <laughs> Just learn from experience. The big mistake that we all can make is we fall in love with our product or service rather than falling in love with our customer. Oh, so good. I've so been there. I get it. 
<laughs> yes. And, you know, we get so excited about what we're creating and that's completely understandable. You know, we want to do a good job and we start thinking about all the features and how it's going to look and how it's going to feel and all those things. What's the price? But we kind of let our customer and who they are and how we can truly make a difference to them and almost starts to fall to the background. And there's one great story that I love to tell about how you can start to think about this. And not only will this help you think about an offer that will truly serve the market that you're focused on serving. And by the way, there's a distinction there because another mistake, kind of like a sub mistake or subtext is a lot of people, especially when they're first starting out and they're thinking about what if no one buys what I'm selling, they're thinking about too broad of a market. They're trying to reach everybody. And there's one thing that I love to teach people. If you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. Yep. The story I'm about to tell will help you see how focusing in on a specific market helps you get further faster. So there's a legendary story about an entrepreneur that I think most of us know and love, Richard Branson. And it goes back to the origin of Virgin Airlines. And if anyone listening has ever had the pleasure of being on Virgin Airlines and experiencing their customer service, it's extraordinary. It is, so truly. When those guys were just getting started, he and his team thought about, you know, what is the typical airline experience? And what does the typical airline customer go through? So in other words, these guys were their own market. These men and women, they flew airplanes all the time and they started asking themselves this high value question. It's a little spin on it. What about commercial air travel these days frustrates and irritates us? You know, what really pisses us off? What could we do differently and better than anyone else? How could we create an airline that we would truly love to fly? So what they did is they literally sat down and started making a list, right? They started making a list of everything about air travel at that time in history that just completely irritated them, that they couldn't stand. So things like when you would get on an airplane, some of the flight attendants were kind of cranky. You know, they didn't have particularly pulled together outfits. When you went on the airplane, the seats weren't very comfortable. They were tiny and small. The entertainment systems were either non-existent or of low quality. And you kind of had to wait to get snacks until that little cart came down the aisle. <laughs> to give you snacks. <laughs> yeah. The lighting was kind of poor. There was no vibe in there. And so what they did is they took a list of all those things that irritated them about the airline service and, and what really got airline customers upset. And they said, how can we change this? And they just started ticking down the list, creating nice kind of comfortable leather seats. If you've ever been on Virgin, you know, they've got some really cool lighting and some fog that comes out. Their flight attendants are always happy. Some of their videos, you know, those in-flight videos that they play at the beginning. So of good. They're so good there. They're super fun. And yeah. you can get snacks on demand. There's good music. There's good vibes. So anyway, it's- The headphones uh, are amazing. Exactly. Yes. So rather than thinking, oh, what if no one buys our airline tickets? All they did was focus on how can we offer something that will truly serve the market that they were focused on serving. And they happen to be a member of that market, which is another key tip that gives you a huge advantage. Yes, for sure. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products. And I want to talk about Shopify. Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. 
In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. So I love what you said that when we put this back into our own businesses, you want to ask the question, what can I offer that will truly serve the market I'm focusing on? Mm -hmm. And- also, I love this other thing, kind of to mix it up again, what pisses us off about this industry or this product or service and the way it's usually done. And that made me think about a product that I created, actually kind of now how I do all of my products, is I started to hear early on that people would say, I got into so-and-so's course and they teach me the whole concept, but I still don't know how to do it. Like, what are the steps I need to take to make this technology work or to make this work inside my email service provider or whatever it might be? So now all of my courses have this tech library where I walk them through how to do it, not just what to do. And I feel like that's really set me apart from other people. So I do think asking this question differently has shaped my business. So I'm so glad you brought it up. Okay. So we're moving on because we've got five of these to go for. Number two, the low value question that we see pop up a lot is, oh, this is so good. What if they think I'm a fraud? Now, this one comes up so much, especially for those that are ditching their nine to five and they're starting something new or they've got this side hustle. So they're not totally all in yet, but it also comes up for people that have been in the business a few years and they're still feeling like they're not making traction because there's this confidence issue. And again, they're starting to think, what if they think I'm a fraud? So when I put this in front of you, Marie, tell us your high value question instead. Okay, here we go. You ready guys? I'm ready. How can I focus all of my attention on serving my customers' deepest needs, wants, 
and desires. In other words, there's another way to say it. How can I direct all of my attention on increasing the quality of life for my customers? So let's break this down. Every single creator I know, and again, now I've had the honor of working with over 30,000 small business owners through B-School and reaching millions through our show, Marie TV. I see this all the time. And I will tell you, every single creator who consistently takes risks, shares their ideas, people who produce work, they feel fear and self-doubt. I feel fear and self-doubt on a daily basis. And I've been doing this for almost two decades. Right. <laughs> and a reality check here, right? These daily battles, they don't go away with time or experience or even massive fame. You know, there's this incredible story about Adele, who most of us know. She's a Grammy award-winning artist. She's talked publicly about projectile vomiting on someone in Brussels. And then there was this other time that she was in Amsterdam and she got so terrified, right? There was so much fear in her. She actually left out the fire exit. She escaped. Oh my gosh, I never heard that. (laughs) Yeah. So, and this, and again, she's talked publicly about this. So it's just really important for all of us to understand that when we're having those ideas, we're not alone. And it's not necessarily true. And there is a fix. And we're going to talk about that. So I want you to think about your attention, right? Your mental, your emotional, your spiritual energy. Think about it like a flashlight. And that flashlight can only shine in one direction. So in any given moment, that flashlight is either shining in on you and how insecure you are, how afraid you are that you're a fraud, how afraid you are that people are going to think you're either disingenuous or pompous or not qualified enough, or whatever the language is that happens inside of your mind, or you are shining that flashlight out on your customer. You're Mm. looking at how to better take care of their needs, or you're simply completely engaged with doing the work that is in service to your customer. So here's the thing. When you shine that flashlight in on you, all of your focus goes to your thoughts, which probably sounds something like, gosh, you know, if I put this out there, if I share this, if I promote this, if I call this person, I'm going to look like an idiot. No one's going to like this. I'm not good enough. My stuff is crap. And then all of a sudden an hour or two hours go by. And what happens next is you probably go, you know, look at some competitor site and then down the rabbit hole you go. However, when your light is shining out, meaning all of your attention is on your customer, what they feel what they want, what they need, and most importantly, how you can help them, you're totally in flow and you're making progress. And here's the thing. No two things can occupy the same space at the same time. Another way to say that is when your flashlight is focused out on them, you have zero light focused in on yourself, which means all those fears and those self-doubts and those ideas about being a fraud, they're virtually non-existent. It's like they fade and recede so far into the background that you don't even feel them. Now, obviously, Amy, this is not a one-time event. This right. is habit. This is something you have to practice and you have to come back to every day on a moment-to-moment basis. And if you ever catch yourself asking a low-value question, you become aware of it. What if they think I'm a fraud or what if people hate it? Really catch yourself in that moment and ask, where am I shining the light? Because it's either on you or it's on your customer. It's either on you or it's on actually doing the work. And most importantly, it's either on you or making a difference to others. Oh, that's so good. Where am I shining the light? I like that. It's like a stopgap question to turn things around. So Instantly. good. Yep. Instantly. Yep. I love it. Okay. I'm hijacking slash interrupting this interview because when Marie was live with me, I had a thought, but I didn't want to interrupt the whole flow. So I thought I'm coming back with this. So I was thinking as Marie was going through these made over questions, 
It'd be really cool if you had a cheat sheet where every single low value and high value question was on one sheet right in front of you. So I asked my designer, Jess, to put it all into a one pager, make it look really good, something that you could print out, put in front of you. And as you go down negative town with these low value questions, you'll see Marie's made over questions right in front of you. I think resources like that keep us on track. So if you want this one page cheat sheet with all the low value and high value questions, just as a reminder for you, I've put it into that pop-up group I talked about in the intro. So you don't have to opt in for it or anything like that. If you're in the pop-up group, I'm going to pin it to the top, click a link. You could download it instantly, print it out and have it in front of you. So if you want those, it's in the pop-up group at amyporterfield.com forward slash pop-up. Okay, let's go ahead and jump back in. So we're moving on to our low value question number three. This is, I mean, I say this on all of them. They're so good because they're so true for so many of us. Here it is. I don't have enough blank. So how could I possibly compete against others in my market? So fill in the blank. I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough know-how. I don't have enough exposure. Whatever it is, we've all said it probably one time or another. And so I don't have enough whatever. So how can I possibly compete? So what is your high value question to make over this low value question? Amy, this is one of my favorite questions. (laughs) Right. I knew it would be. And it's the one that you can ask. And I will tell you, it applies not only to your business, but every area of your life, meaning your relationships, your health, your family, your kids, everything. Here's the question. Definitely write this one down. Tattoo it on yourself if you need to. (laughs) How would I behave if I was the best in the world at what I did, Ugh. how would I behave if I was the best in the world at what I did? Now, before we unpack this question, I just want to talk for a second about another very disempowering, low value mental habit that so many of us have. I have had the curb this in my own life. Again, it's most prevalent in the beginning, but it can also rear its ugly head as you continue on your journey and reach different levels of success. And we're going to just dive into this for a moment. It's about comparing yourself to others. And this is what I call Amy doing shots of compare schlager. Here's what I mean. <laughs> I've taken a few of those shots. Yo, most of us have. <laughs> so, you know, I went to college in New Jersey, a little small Catholic school, Seton Hall University back in the day. And I remember there was this horrible liqueur that had basically gold flecks in it. And it was cinnamon flavored. It was disgusting. Horrible. I don't even know why we would have ever even tried it. It was horrible. These are the things that some of us do, right? When you're in your (laughs) early twenties and it's called Goldschlager. And I just remember like back again, back in those days. And I was one of those people in high school. I was such kind of a clean, good girl. I didn't do anything. So when I got to college, that was my experience of like, wow, alcohol, this is new. (laughs) And I remember being out and just doing, you know, way too many shots of this disgusting gold stuff. And then of course, having my little throw obsession in the bushes, not pretty, not cute. But again, many of us have had that experience in our life. Thankfully, we've hopefully grown out of it. And I'll tell you what happens if you've ever done too many shots of anything, right? You feel horrible. You are off your game for days. You're always losing time. You're just damaging your body, all that kind of stuff. Well, doing shots of compare schlager, which is what happens when you go down the rabbit hole of looking at other people, whether they're people that are your peers or people you consider mentors, folks that you admire, people you consider competitors, 
you are off your game for days. You lose time, you lose energy, you lose respect for yourself. You're not moving anything forward. And you're really just, it's a losing proposition, right? Now, some people, just to be fair, there are people that thrive on competition. I will tell you, I think those are rare birds. I haven't met anyone who thrives in that kind of zone long-term. But I will tell you, even if you do thrive on competition, I will still make the argument that a high value question is, how would I behave if I was the best in the world at what I did? I think that will give you superior, more creative, more innovative results because instead of being reactive to someone else, you're going to be bettering your best. So if we really look at that question, right, how would I behave if I was the best in the world at what I did? Let's break it down and make it really simple. What time would you wake up in the morning? Would you look to your phone as the first thing and go into your email or go into your social media feeds? Or would you get up and perhaps meditate or exercise or eat something healthy or go for a walk outside? How would you schedule your days if you were the best in the world at what you did? How would you determine what you say yes to or what you say no to? What would you feed your body in terms of the food that you ate? Who would be the people that you would associate with? What's the kind of energy that you would allow in your space? You can just take this question anywhere you want to go, and it will inform so much that will help you reach new levels of excellence that you can't even imagine just from this one question. Ah, so good. I I feel like that might be my favorite one of all time of all five of them, because probably I struggle with it the most and I definitely did in the early days. So I'm so glad you brought that up. And I think most people can relate to the puking in the bushes (laughs) in the college days. I mean, let's be honest. Okay. So let's move on to this next one. This is the low value question number four, and it goes like this. This is taking way too long. Why am I not finding success more quickly? And I feel that this one comes really quickly after you take the shot of compare Schlager because you compare (laughs) yourself and then you say, why am I not finding success like they are? It took them two days, but it's taking me forever. So when I put it in front of you, how did you transform this one? Here's your high value question to replace that one. Okay, here we go. How can I add more value and help increase the quality of someone's life today? I'll repeat it. How can I add more value and help increase the quality of someone's life today? So there's a couple of little nuances there that I want to unpack. So how can I add more value and help increase the quality of someone's life today? You know, what happens often when we compare ourselves, we're seeing someone with huge reach. We're seeing someone that has enormous numbers and blah, blah, blah. But especially when you're trying to get traction and you want to get yourself some good momentum, no matter where you are in your business, you have to realize business is person to person. So increasing the quality of someone's life today means who on your potential customer list or who in your world, who in terms of partners or vendors or affiliates or whomever, can you just reach out to and increase the quality of their life? Maybe it's sending them a beautiful text. Maybe it's sending them a handwritten card. Maybe it's checking in with a customer to see if they need anything else. You don't necessarily always have to think of, oh my goodness, how do I change a hundred million people's lives? Well, that can be fun sometimes. If you want to keep it simple and get yourself into momentum, which is exactly what you need rather than asking, oh, this is taking way too long. You have to get into your, yourself into action right now. See, here's the thing, Amy. There is no set timeline for success and there is no such thing as overnight success. Amen. From what I've seen, I think people expect way too much from themselves and their business in the first year or two, or in my case, it was more like five or six. <laughs> 
and they give up way before it gets really good. I will tell you, I had side jobs for seven years before I felt confident enough to go full-time with my business. Actually, over the weekend, I was just reading an email from a B-schooler, one of our clients and customers, who joined the program like three years ago. And about a year and a half in, she was about to give up. And she went into the community. She was posting that she was about to give up. She knew she was onto something, but she started to lose hope. And myself, along with the community, we all kind of supported her to dig in deeper. And she got a lot of support from other business owners. And all of a sudden, she started to keep going and her business started to take off. So this woman went from having no list, no business, no presence, no clue what she was doing, to now she's doing her first $60,000 month. And it is completely transformed her entire world. That didn't happen in two weeks. That happened after three years and of her being on the verge of quitting. And now can you imagine, just think about this, Amy, can you imagine if she quit? Can you imagine she gave up, right? That's what I was just thinking. So let's say one year in, she's like, this is taking too long. Why is it taking too long? And then what if her answer was, because I can't do it. I'm not cut out for this. I need to go back to my nine to five. Yeah. Could have been so bad. Right. Think about that. Can you believe how many people don't have patience and they wind up quitting before things start to really click? I, I think it's devastating. I don't believe that people realize how close they are to having the wealth and the happiness and the fulfillment that they want because they let their impatience dominate their discipline. So here's the thing. When you focus on how you can add more value to help increase the quality of people's lives today, what you're really doing there you're shifting your focus to an area of business that you can control versus one that you can't. Because here's the truth. None of us can predict how long success, however we define that word, is going to take. And we all know this, right? The moment you kind of have one goal in front of you and you start making progress towards it, that horizon line shifts. It moves back. So it's always going to move back. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. That keeps us growing. So yes, we can work hard. We can stay disciplined, but we cannot control when things will take off. Again, whatever that means to you. We can't control when we begin to reach that critical mass of customers and our business starts to take on a life of its own. Trying to control something like that, Amy, that's like trying to control the weather. And I don't know if any of y'all have tried to control the weather, but good luck on that one. Right. The only outcome, really, that we can control and the the place where I believe we're going to find the most satisfaction, the most growth, the most fulfillment. And ironically, it's actually the fastest route to success is if we stay focused every single day, just one day at a time on adding values to our customers and changing their lives, like simple, simple actions, because that's an area of life that we're always in control of. We can always look for a way to get to know our customers better, to demonstrate that we care, to reach out, ask for referrals, do something that'll surprise and delight them. And if those activities, the things that you can control remain your number one focus, and that's where all of your energy goes, let me tell you something. You are not going to be able to stop success from coming to you in every definition of that word. You're going to find it financially, you're going to feel it emotionally, and you're going to emanate it spiritually. Okay. So when I was looking over my notes, I was thinking this one question, this is taking too long. Why am I not finding success more quickly? That definitely relates back to comparing. But on top of that question, something that else that comes about really quickly after is why didn't I get into this online marketing game earlier? And this is such a specific question, but it really does come up for so many people because 
the whole thing with online marketing, there's so many moving parts. You don't know where to start. It gets really confusing. And so when people start to beat themselves up, they start asking the question like, oh, why didn't I get into this sooner? It would have been so much easier. So this is our final low value question that really doesn't serve us. So when I put this in front of you, what'd you come up with? Okay. So here is a belief that I live my life by. It served me from when I was a tiny little girl until now, and I hope it will serve me until my last breath. How can I make ongoing education a non-negotiable habit so I am constantly improving my business and my life? So once again, how can I make ongoing education a non-negotiable habit so I'm constantly improving my business and my life? So here's the thing, Amy, this is so, so important. We know this to be true. We know it instinctively, yet sometimes we don't practice it. If you're not growing, you're what? Dying. Dying. This is true in our health. This is true in our most important relationships. And it is especially true in our business. When I look back, it feels like marketing has changed more in the past five years than it has in the past 50. And I don't know if you see Uh, that too. So true. Very true. Now, the only way that you're going to be able to keep your business growing and thriving and evolving is if you really make a commitment to constant and never ending improvement. So the key to thriving right now and in the future as it relates to marketing and every aspect of your business is you got to make ongoing education a habit. It's just that simple. Like do not make it any more complicated than that. And it's not just about education though, because lots of people can go take a workshop, right? They'll go put themselves in some kind of course. They'll sign up for something online and they expect to learn by osmosis. That's not going to happen. And I want to say too, I love that people are listening to this podcast right now because this is a form of online education. This is a form of really feeding your mind, but you have to do more than that. You've got to go further. You have got to either get training from a strong coach or a strong teacher. You have to really learn or challenge yourself to integrate it into your life. So you can't just passively absorb it. You've got to take action and apply it. So it's going to work for you. You know, just to reveal a little bit about our business, man, I can't stop learning. I spend such an enormous amount of time and effort and money every single year to try and learn new things. I'm always going to conferences. If I can't get there in person, (laughs) I'm signing to get the videos, talking with people, learning from others, any which way that I can. We're always experimenting with new strategies and ideas in our business. We do a lot behind the scenes. Some things work, some things flop. We're like, okay, great. We just learned something. I think one of the keys that's really helped me, and I want to pass this along, is you got to find a handful of people who you trust And that really are a match for your learning style and your energy. Like Amy, I consider you one of the most clear, inspiring, just on point teachers that's out there today. Oh my gosh. No, it really is the truth. I mean, when I speak with folks and I have a chance to connect with a lot of people, and that's one of the beautiful things about what I do, the reviews that come in about you are just extraordinary. I'm like, that's my girl. That's Amy. (laughs) I love her. But my point is this. So many people respond to you. And they love you because of your energy and your style and your clarity. Now, obviously, not everybody in the world loves you. Not everybody in the world loves me. But that's beautiful. There's more than 7 billion people on the planet. You have to find some coaches and teachers and trainers who just for whatever reason, their energy matches for yours and they get you fired up and they get you in action. So always try and find those people. And for me too, no matter what thing that I sign up for, Even if the entire experience, let's say, you know, you're hoping to get, oh my gosh, hundred percent out of it. And some of the things don't apply, man, I will tell you, Amy, I always get value because 
there's usually one little nugget or one insight or one something that leads me on a new path to growth. So the final thing I'd say about this one is I think it's more true than ever. You know, change is a constant in business and life. And asking yourself like, gosh, I'm too far behind. Why didn't I get onto this online marketing game earlier? Man, that's irrelevant. You don't even have to worry about it. Like things that were going on 10 years ago or six years ago, you don't even have to learn them because they've changed. So asking that low value question, why didn't I start sooner? It's honestly just a cop out to stay safe. And you want to just think about it in this way. The bottom line is you never want to give up on a business dream because the time you think it's going to take to get caught up or get going because the time's going to pass anyway. So true. And as you were going through this one, it reminded me of something years ago that happened with us. And I think I must have been at home and I called you about something. And I'm talking about a lot of years ago, but even let's say five or six years ago, I looked at you as having it all together in your business. You knew exactly what you were doing. Things were growing quickly and you were just running on all cylinders. And so that's how I saw you and your business. And I called yep. you up to ask you a question and I said, what are you doing? And you were being really silly and having so much fun. I thought maybe you were having a party or something. And you said, oh, well, I'm drinking Coronas with Laura Roder and we're watching Frank Kern's training videos. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And I'm thinking, first of all, I love that we're pairing drinking some good beer with watching marketing training videos. I think that's the way to go. But also I thought, wait, you're still teaching yourself stuff? You're still learning? Of course you were. But in my mind, I thought, why would you need that? Oh, my goodness. Amy, I think I am a more voracious learner now, even than back in those days. You have got to see where I live. You have got to see my computers. Like Josh <laughs> usually says to me, Josh, who's my, you know, my man, my partner in life. Technic he's not technically my husband, but basically he is. Basically, yes. He's just like, another book? Another thing? He's like, <laughs> oh my goodness. And you have to get, Amy, in the rest of my life, I'm pretty minimalist. I don't have a lot of, I don't like a lot of things. I don't like clutter. I like things very, very simple. I wear the same clothes a lot. I wear the same shoes. <laughs> I wear the same everything a lot. But when it comes to book and learning, I can never get enough. I have things on my computer right now. I have things on my to-do list a little bit later today, things that I want to learn and improve. And even from you, remember, we've talked about webinars. I realized I yep. have not webinar since 2009. I was like, girl, what are you doing? Why have you not done a webinar since 2009? <laughs> of course, I'm going to call you up because you are extraordinary at them. And that's the thing. When you get excited about learning, when you recognize that there are always new things to try, always new things to do, you have no attention on why didn't I get started sooner. You just look out into this whole big, incredible world of things that will feed your brain and allow you to make a bigger difference. And then it just gets awesome. Then it gets exciting. You get motivated and you go forward. It's so true. Now I'm going to put you on the spot because at the time of this recording, you have just released a free video training. And talking about immersing yourself in a training that really could move you forward, to me, this is it. So will you talk about the free training that just released today? Yes. So we created a free business building workshop. It is kind of like an inspiring, get you started workshop, completely free that introduces you to the ideas and the concepts and the strategies that we teach in B-School. And what you get in this free series, you know, if you're one of those people who just has a ton of ideas and you have so many ideas, but you feel like, gosh, I need some structure. I need guidance. I need a plan to follow through. I need someone to really, you know, keep it tight and lean and streamline and help me get things done. This is for you. First, we walk you through the six pillars of building an online business so that again, you can take all of those ideas and really understand what you need to focus on first, 
what you need to focus on second and third and so on. So you can start to make some progress and build momentum. It also helps you really do a self-diagnostic. So you can see, wow, I'm really strong in this second pillar, but goodness, you know, that, that pillar number three, that really needs some work. So we include some worksheets so you can really get an understanding of where you are, where you want to go and start to see that gap so you can start to close it. Then in the second video in the series, we start to really unpack what I believe is some of the crucial tools that will help people, especially big hearted people. And when I say big hearted people, Amy, I mean, people who care not just about making a financial profit, but they also want to make a difference. They want their business to be a force of good. And in the second video, we start to unpack really what I believe are the underpinnings of modern marketing, how to really influence people in a way that is full of integrity, that is full of transparency, that is full of heart and soul, and that really brings out the best in you. You know, I know most of the folks listening to this recording right now, they are definitely open to marketing, but I will tell you, I've even seen people that are excited about marketing and sales still have a lot of limiting beliefs. They're almost on a subconscious level that hold them back from going full out and making the difference that they are born to make. So in that second video, we start to really, I'd say, unwire some of those limiting beliefs. Right help people supercharge what they're doing in a way that feels in complete alignment with their values and who they want to be in the world. And then in the third video in the series, what we do is we start to look at some of the common excuses that all of us can use to hold ourselves back. It's a great build off of what we did here today in terms of the disempowering and empowering questions, because we start to take a look at some of the things we assume to be true that hold us back and we debunk all of them. So it's a really fun, empowering series. What I love about it is I think people get such tremendous value. You know, if you want to join us for B-School after that, that's great. But if you don't, that's great, too. And I think you'll really have a framework to move your business ahead no matter what. That's what I think is so cool about the free video series. It truly is this framework. Once you get through the videos week by week, I absolutely love them, recommend them to everybody and they are free. So all you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie to sign up and start watching something I want you to do right away. Marie, this has been such an awesome interview. I think so valuable for everybody who's building a business online. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Oh, thank you, Amy. It was an honor and a pleasure. So there you have it. I hope you loved this interview as much as I have. A lot of research and time went into it. So my hope is that you're going to walk away thinking, okay, I've got some mindset tools that I can play with and, and really start to implement inside my mind so that I can be that entrepreneur I want to be. Now, one more thing that I thought of after I did the interview with Marie, and that is that I have another business coach. Her name is Mary Hyatt, and Mary and I work on personal stuff together and business stuff, and she taught me something that I thought was so valuable I wanted to share with you. Whenever I have a negative thought or I ask myself a negative question and I answer it with a negative response, Mary says, ask yourself, Amy, do I want this to be true? So for example, let's say I was thinking like, why does content creation take me so long? That's something I would ask myself because I do take a long time with this stuff. Why does that take me so long? And then I answer it. I'm just not as good as everybody else out there. Like things just take me too long because I just can't think fast enough. And then right away, I think about what Mary taught me. Do I want this to be true? No. So let's change it. And in that moment, I flip it and I ask myself a better question. 
So if you need that stopgap, Marie talked about a stopgap in her interview with me just a minute ago, but also I love this one. Do I want this to be true? Anytime you say or think anything negative, do I want this to be true? No? Great. Let's flip it. That has really served me. So I wanted to share it with you. Okay. So a few final housekeeping things. You know, if you go to amyporterfield.com forward slash Marie, you will get the access to her three-part free video series. If you've never watched it, because she's done it for a few years, but if you've never watched it or you want a refresher, go sign up right away because this year it's going to be live for the shortest amount of time ever. So it is going away. The second thing, if you want to hear me talk about B-School for the next few weeks, you want to be in on the conversation with me, you want to experience my live videos and my live real-time chats with you, all about my B-School experiences and my bonuses and all that good stuff, come into my pop-up group, amyporterfield.com forward slash pop-up. That way we can continue the conversation. All right. So thank you so very much for being here. I hope you loved this interview. I absolutely did. And I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. Next week, we're getting into Facebook ads and targeting even more so than I ever have before. And I'm doing it with Rick Mulready. So I hope to see you here. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com. 